It's Friday, May 26th, 2023. Welcome to episode 54 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. In this Memorial Day weekend edition of the Postcast, the Planning Board approves a 478-unit development on Alameda Point. The proposed estuary shuttle is dead in the water for this year. Changes may be coming to the dining parklets along Park and Webster. The public workshop on changes to Grand Street is Wednesday. Chevron cleans up their act. Ebmud celebrates 100 years. Congratulations to a few local sports teams. Baseball comes to Alameda. And ways to pay your respects this Memorial Day. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story. On Monday, the Planning Board approved the West Midway Development Plan. The project will incorporate 478 housing units in five neighborhoods of three- and four-story condominium and townhouse buildings. The buildings range from 2 to 11 units each. In addition to housing, the project provides vital infrastructure and site preparation for the adjacent reshape project that was profiled in Episode 52. The Alameda Point Settlement Agreement with Renewed Hope requires 25% of new Alameda Point housing be deed-restricted for very low, low- and moderate-income households. The West Midway and Reshape project together will satisfy this requirement. Together, the projects provide 587 new housing units with 147 affordable. Since the Reshape project provides 107 new units for households at or below low income, the West Midway project will include just 40 units deed-restricted for sale to moderate-income households. Also in the plan, 7,500 to 10,000 square feet of commercial development at Pan Am Way and West Tower Avenue across the street from the Almanac Brewery. With board members Ron Curtis and Hanson Hahn absent, the vote was a unanimous 5-0 to approve the plan. The board also recommended City Council approve the plan when they take up the matter in June. Also at Monday's meeting, the board approved a design to construct a central kitchen and warehouse at the Alameda Unified School District property at 250 Singleton Avenue. The property, which served as the George P. Miller Elementary School from 1980 to 2006, is now the AUSD Maintenance Yard. AUSD's current food service facilities are based out of Wood Middle School and are undersized and outdated to serve the district. The new project will include a kitchen and food storage facility sized to meet the district's current needs for all its facilities. For additional details, see Karen Jensen's article at alamedapost.com news. The Transportation Commission met on Wednesday and received an update on the proposed estuary water shuttle. The update? Not this year. According to Senior Transportation Coordinator Rochelle Wheeler, a lack of clear communication between city staff, the Water Emergency Transportation Authority, and the private operator slated to run the water shuttle resulted in a failure to secure a vessel that was compliant with the Americans with Disabilities Act. However, Wheeler assured that a two-year pilot is still on track to begin in spring of 2024. That pilot is expected to operate five days per week, a mixture of weekdays and weekends, between Bohol Circle Immigrant Park in Alameda and Jack London Square in Oakland, with weekday lunchtime service to Marina Village. Also during Wednesday's meeting, the Commission addressed a topic that's been generating more than a few arguments online, namely the outdoor dining parklets on Park and Webster Streets. During the height of pandemic, streets were reduced from four lanes to two, and the outside dining spaces were added. While many businesses still utilize these spaces, several have opted out of the program, leaving unused space and complicating the parking situation. City transportation staff requested the Commission's endorsement of a draft plan to maintain the parklet program and upgrade the remaining parklets with concrete barriers, maintain the two-lane configuration of both streets, move the parking lane back to a more typical curbside location, and add bike lanes between the travel lane and the parking lane. 
Public comment was mixed, and ultimately the commission voted unanimously to endorse the plan with a few amendments. Among those amendments, a public outreach plan and the collection of relevant traffic and travel data. For a closer look, including graphics of the proposed restriping for Webster and Park, see Ken Durr's article at alamedapost.com news. On the subject of street changes, as reported in last week's episode, the community workshop to discuss the proposed changes to Grand Street comes up this Wednesday, May 31st, 6 p.m., Mastic Senior Center. Full details at alamedapost.com news. You've probably seen the large field at West Oriskany Avenue on Skyhawk Street near the self-storage facility on Alameda Point. In the late 1800s, that was the site of a kerosene refinery owned by Pacific Coast Oil. In 1900, the company was purchased by Standard Oil, which would later become Chevron. In 1903, the facility was shut down and moved to Richmond. As was often the case, there was something of a mess left behind. No one is quite sure if it's crude oil or refinery waste, which is why Chevron's been taking multiple samples over the past few weeks. For decades, the cleanup of the site has been on hold, with both the city and the Navy adopting a wait-until-the-developer-buys-the-land position. Eventually, the San Francisco Bay Regional Water Quality Control Board took exception to this, and in 2017 began asking for a site management plan. With the city and the Navy disagreeing as to who was ultimately responsible, Water Board geologist Yamiya Hashimoto asked if Chevron had been approached. When it was discovered that no one had reached out to the oil company, discussions began between Chevron, the city of Alameda, and the Navy. Chevron ultimately assumed responsibility voluntarily, avoiding a cleanup and abatement order. Now that this decades-long game of kick the can down the road has ended, take a moment and learn the history of this land parcel and the efforts that led to finally getting a cleanup plan in place. Post-environmental writer Richard Bangert does a great job laying out the entire story. Find the article at alamedapost.com news. Monday marked the 100th anniversary of the East Bay Municipal Utilities District. Yours truly was a guest of E.B. Mudd as they commemorated a century of service and placed a time capsule at the corner of 21st and Adeline Streets in Oakland. The capsule will be opened in 2123 at E.B. Mudd's Bicentennial. Whoever opens it in the future will find an assortment of tools and mementos that tell the story of the first hundred years of E.B. Mudd. Find my article and pictures of the event at alamedapost.com news. A quick roundup of some sports here on the island. Congratulations to the Alameda Islanders for winning 13 gold medals and four silvers at the Special Olympics Northern California Swimming Regional in Oakland. Quite the haul for the Islanders in that six-county event. See the team at alamedapost.com features. Did you know that Alameda has a championship ultimate Frisbee team? We do. The Monarchs are composed of high school students from all of Alameda's schools, as well as homeschoolers. And this past weekend, they claimed the state title in Stockton. Way to go. Get to know the Alameda Anchors. Part of the Bay Area Collegiate League, the Anchors are a summer collegiate baseball team. And if you're a purist like me, you'll be happy to know this is a wooden bat league. Summer collegiate leagues are a chance for players to hone their skills and provides a showcase for pro scouts. Home games will be at the College of Alameda. Opening day is Tuesday, May 30th. The team plays until early August. Look for Liz Barrett's article next week at alamedapost.com. Memorial Day weekend is upon us, as always. You can pay your respects at the USS Hornet. Monday's ceremonies begin at 11 a.m. with seating beginning at 10 a.m. The Young American Patriots Fife and Drum Corps of Pleasanton will be performing beginning at 10.20. Ceremony starts promptly at 11 a.m. with a national anthem played by the Hornet Horn Quartet followed by presenting and posting of the colors by the U.S. Coast Guard Base Alameda Color Guard. 
Author and historian Russell Moore will serve as Master of Ceremonies. There will be educational videos, a wreath toss and taps to honor the fallen, and a flyover scheduled for 1 p.m. The day concludes at 5. Also on Monday, after a four-year hiatus, Mountain View Cemetery at 5000 Piedmont Avenue in Oakland will honor U.S. military personnel who have given their lives for their country. The ceremony, which is the cemetery's 99th commemoration of our country's fallen, starts at 10 a.m. There will be music and speakers. After the program, the post, Dennis Evanoski, will offer a tour of the cemetery's Grand Army of the Republic plot. Details at alamedapost.com news. Dennis is a busy man this weekend. The Post Walking History Tours resume Sunday, May 28th with Determining Architectural Styles. Learn all about the various styles here on the island. If you can't make Sunday, the tour will be repeated Saturday, June 3rd. To reserve your tickets and see what's in store for upcoming tours, visit alamedapost.com tours. alamedapost.com events, your source for happenings all across the island. Alterina Playhouse opens a true American classic this weekend. It's fitting for Memorial Day. Charles Fuller's A Soldier's Play. You might remember the 1984 film adaptation A Soldier's Story featuring a very young Denzel Washington. This powerful show runs through June 25th. The Food Bank Players' final weekend of Double Feature, the most lamentable comedy and most cruel death of Pyramus and Thisbe and A Midsummer Night's Dream. This weekend, find them at Tillman Park, 6 p.m. Friday and Saturday. I told you Dennis Evanoski was busy this weekend. On Saturday, he'll be leading Alameda Recreation and Park's Bay Farm Revisited Walk, 9 a.m. at Godfrey Park. Again, details on these and other events at alamedapost.com events. Thanks for supporting local news for Alameda. Join us as a member, alamedapost.com memberships. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Mastodon, as well as our own subreddit. Find the postcast wherever you get your podcast, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. As you enjoy your three-day weekend, please take a moment to remember what Memorial Day is all about. Truly, some gave all. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with episode 55 of the Alameda Postcast.